Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, welcome to 2023 and welcome back to the System Samey podcast. I'm so thrilled to be back on the mic, sharing my systems, my strategies, my life, my business. You're going to kind of get a nice (laughs) hodgepodge uh, on here, but mainly uh, keeping things on, on the business side and getting to share different innovations that we're doing, things we have coming up, things that we've done in the past. And it's really fun that I now have this platform to share all of that with you. Um, and it first derived from me doing a lot of Instagram lives, but that is a really annoying playback process for people. And so as a projector, as somebody who does well when I'm invited to do things, uh, people were saying, Hey, like, what if you just restarted the podcast or did a podcast version of what you're sharing on the Instagram lives? And it was like, well, that sounds like a good idea. So we're bringing it back. My team was somewhat shocked because I literally haven't spoken about the Systems Me podcast in a very long time. However, when I just checked uh, our data of, what is it, the 8th today that I'm recording this, and we put the new preamble episodes up on January 1st, and we literally have had 15,000 downloads in the past eight days. (laughs) So you guys are excited (laughs) for me to be back. And again, thankfully, I'm excited to be back as well. So, you know, um, I'm going to be sharing strategies, what's going on in my world. uh, And so I'm going to go ahead and get on started. And today I am focused on a really intriguing topic around what happens when you evolve and people still want you to be who you were. And I'm honestly going to admit that I don't experience this very often because I actually just don't keep company very close that has that sort of mentality. Um, But I recognize that, you know, some people you can't necessarily cut out of your life and that's not necessarily going to be my discussion or my, I guess, strategy. However, um, I, I want to share and talk about this because I feel like I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, if I'm being really honest, I actually had a, actually a couple conversations with Christy, who is my project manager on my team, just about like, what is exciting me, where I see things going and having had the space, maybe not necessarily the brain space because I was basically sick for my entire two week winter break. So that was fun. But, you know, when I take the the space to really think about, okay, what do I enjoy? What's it lighting me up right now? Who do I want to be around? Who do I want to work with? What are the opportunities that I want to attract and create for myself? And again, I was talking to Christy and I was just like, I really want to be in this area or space of like innovation, community connection, because I think 
back when I started doing VIP days, it, it wasn't a, an entirely new concept. There were a few people who were teaching it in their respective industries and niches, but by and large, it, it hadn't made much of a splash to the mainstream, if you want to call it that, in the online space. And so I was like, I'm going to be the person. Like, I am going to be the queen of VIP days. That is the goal. And so that is exactly what I did. And it's been really fun to see that transformation and trajectory from me being like, well, no one knows what these are, but I'm going to be the person to inform everyone and position myself as, again, not necessarily the creator of VIP days, um, but the the queen of them, the person who everybody thinks of when they think of VIP days. I want my name to be synonymous with the, with VIP days. And that's what I sought out to do. And so I've done over a hundred podcasts on talking about VIP days alone in the past two and a half years. And I have done speaking on stages. I have done all sorts of collaborations. So it's been such a delight because I still am a VIP day obsessed. Don't get me wrong. I actually just did a VIP day uh, last Friday. And so I love VIP days. I still think that they are the most flexible, fabulous, fascinating offer that you can create, right? And so in, when I took kind of a step back in the winter of, of 2022, just at the end of the, the year, I recognized that I wanted to talk about more than VIP days. <laughs> If I'm being honest. So I recognized that basically for the past two and a half years, I've only talked about VIP days. Really only in quarter four of 2022, I allowed myself to kind of play and just create and experiment and all of that stuff. But honestly, before that, for two and a half years, I've only talked about VIP days and that was intentional and that was on purpose. And then that's who everybody knows me as, right? So when you think about like evolutions and you think about people putting you in a box and whatnot, like who knows? Like in this kind of expansion period that I'm in, if people will follow along with with my journey, but I don't think that I'm necessarily pivoting away from VIP days because one, I'm doing an entire conference of it uh, in September. So if you want to get on the wait list for that, definitely go to doneinadayconference.com. But I, I'm wanting to expand. Like there's an expansion happening. I felt like I contracted for basically two and a half years. And now your girl's ready to like branch out and share more of what I know and share more of what I'm good at and share more of what excites me. And that's going to come with being known for different things than VIP days. And there is a little bit of fear, if I'm just being honest, around what people will think of that. Will, I th will they think that I am being flaky? Do they think that I am somehow going back on like VIP days or I don't think that VIP days work anymore, which is so not true. <laughs> VIP days still absolutely work. And th all of those things come through my head. All of those thoughts and concerns definitely 
you know, float across in my mind. But at the same time, I'm really committed to leaning in and taking inspired action. That is for sure the direction I'm going in in 2023. And while that will include VIP days, it's not exclusive to VIP days now. And I think that what what is what is it that I'm becoming? I have no idea. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really honest with you <laughs> that I don't have the answer. I don't know what I'm gonna call myself. Right when whenever you're changing identities or evolving, it's a process and it's allowing yourself to not be something for a while in order to know what it is. So I'm going to encourage you if you're also in that space of transformation and thinking about things, then by golly, I'm in it with you. (laughs) So for me, it's less about what am I calling myself? What am I doing? Am I a strategist? Am I a coach? Am I a mentor? Am I a whatever? Like, I'm not even going to figure that identity drama out right now. But what I am going to do is lean in, sink my teeth into some things, play, experiment. And I believe that the answer is just on the other side of that. And so not feeling as though I have to have it all figured out on day one of the transformation or day 71, who knows? But for me, it's about allowing for the playfulness, allowing for musings and an outlet and downtime to explore, right? And so what does that look like when, again, people put you, not purposefully, like I put myself in the, you know, queen of VIP day seat, but then when that's everything that people know about you and that's the box they put you in and then you're like, no, but I'm in this other box now, people can feel a certain type of way about it. And even with my team, there's... I I don't know this for sure, but I'm sure there's a little bit of mm, hesitancy just around like, we don't know what Jordan's doing. (laughs) She seems happy, but, you know, it was done in a day, all roads lead to done day for two and a half years. And so that, you know, speaking specifically on my team for a minute, you know, there has to be a level of trust that they have with me and my leadership and to know that, you know, if I'm betting on myself, it's not putting them at danger or risk or whatever. And I'm sure that that is, you know, a little (laughs) as like, you know, um, wanting a, a stable situation, you know, it can be like, oh gosh, is Jordan going through a, an identity crisis or something? And, you know, I've had a lot of one-on-one conversations with different members of my team. And I think that they hear and they understand truly what happened last year. And if you haven't gone to listen to my preamble episodes of bringing back the podcast, the second episode about the advice that I took really took a large toll on my team. There were definitely days where I had to hold back tears in team meetings where I was having to share and be open about feeling hurt or feeling sad about all of what was going on. Because again, like I said, in that podcast, like, you know, a lot of the people that left my team, like I enjoyed them as humans, you know, and 
that makes it that much harder. It's like, okay, if I hated them, then like that would have made it a lot easier. <laughs> um, but I honestly didn't, I didn't hate anyone really. So that, that took a really big toll on, on my mental health and being able to be probably the, a, a great leader for my team, which I understand. And that's not something that they've said, but specifically when it comes to, you know, people wanting you to stay in your own box I think that I have curated a really great team that allows me to flex and play and we've put boundaries in place. I know I've shared on Instagram, if you followed me in between these episodes where, you know, I don't know, there was like, I think it was when I, I launched something and I didn't tell my entire team, right? (laughs) And for those of you who've been on teams where uh, leaders do that, I'm sure you're (laughs) having heart palpitations, but for me, it just was like, I have been like confined for so long and I just wanted to express myself. And so it wasn't a direct, uh, like rebellion against my team per se, but it was just like, I'm rebelling the fact that I've had to do this for two and a half years and I just want to play and I just want to have some fun. And again, Christy on my team, like her and I had a conversation about just like, Hey, like that doesn't feel good to me. Like, and I, didn't like that and this is why and like if i'm gonna be like your second hand like we gotta have conversations like you at least need to tell me that you're gonna do something you may not have all the answers or you may not like need help but you at least need to tell me what's going on because otherwise i can't like it it really messes with me and that was a beautiful conversation and that's the kind of conversations that i appreciate on my team because i recognize that some things that I do may trigger people or make them uncomfortable. And I would rather know if it makes them uncomfortable and I, we can have a conversation about where we meet in the middle or whatever the case is. But those are the powerful conversations. And I share that to say that if you are in an evolution and people are wanting you to be who you were and you're wanting to either rebel or try something new or experiment or play or adjust your identity, like if you already know what what it is that you want to do next, then be open to the conversation. And I think a lot of people just want to do this whole, you know, kind of running away from the scenario. If you're like a anxious attachment person, you're kind of just like, all right, bye. Uh, also, I guess avoidant. I'm an I'm an avoidant attachment, uh, meaning that I just avoid drama. Um, so if you're in that space, the conversations are so worth it, especially if it's with somebody that you care about or that you know cares about you or really is just looking out for your best interest in the only way they know how. Instead of making it that they're trying to keep you in a box or they don't believe in you or like they don't think you're going to be able to do it, now I've been able to reframe those types of conversations and be like, okay, this is where they're coming from. And I want to share where I'm coming from. And then we can have a conversation about how we meet in the middle. Um, And that doesn't mean that I necessarily stop doing what I'm going to do, right? But there is a level of respect between me and my team members. There's a level of respect between me and my family members. There's levels of respect with the people that I care about in my life. And so my intent around evolving is not to obviously rock the boat for everybody else. However, it is to make 
a better change. I'm not evolving, hopefully, <laughs> to become a worse person. I'm evolving because I think there's a better version that's ready for me to step into. And so when you open yourself to having those conversations, whether it be hard, whether it be uncomfortable, whether it be whatever, it's so worth it. And that's truly what my, and if it's with random people on the internet who want you, you know, to go back to who you were, just ignore them. Like there's no point in that, right? We, we don't, we don't, we ain't got time for that. But I'm talking about people who love you, people who know you, people who have a different comfort zone level than you, people who maybe don't understand your business as much as you do, but obviously are in your life in some way, shape or form, like have those conversations. And I bet that they'll go better than you think they will. I can't promise that. <laughs> so please don't this. Yeah, that's, I can't promise that. However, I've, I've been more pleasantly surprised about how positive those conversations have gone than negatively. And, you know, it, it, it can be scary to step into that and say, no, like, you know, me as this person. However, this is how I'm going to show up moving forward. You know, and even with my husband, Marcus, like he's not big on social media and I'm always very aware of that. And so, you know, I'm cognizant about what I post about him. I'm cognizant about what I post about Colin and I'm evolving into very much a, not only a business owner, but you know, a wife of two years and a bonus mom. And uh, for those of you who don't have a lot of context of, again, my family dynamic, I suppose, is that we actually have uh, full custody of my bonus son. And so I'm with him every single day and we have a great relationship, which I'm really blessed with. Like, I think he's one of the coolest kids on the freaking block. Like he's way cooler than I was. I'm just like, <laughs> he's so mature for his age. Like he just, he's the coolest. And I, have had to learn, you know, over the past really four years that I've known him that, you know, I am a mom, you know, and what does that identity look like for me? And while most people have a positive affiliation, obviously with becoming a mother, um, I also recognize that I'm very, nervous about saying that I'm a mom because I'm not his biological mom, right? And so I have nervousness when I've evolved from, you know, just like Marcus's friend Jordan to, okay, Marcus's girlfriend, okay, Marcus's wife, you know, to Colin. And this year in August, he called me mom for the first time. And it like totally, like my whole heart melted. It was literally when we were running through the security lines. We were late to a flight to Disneyland. And I'm like, this is not the most opportune time. I want to like sit down and hug you and cry. And we can't. And <laughs> just was like, what's happening? So, you know, that's one area that I still to this day, I'm nervous about really evolving into and sharing on a public scheme because Obviously, there's people who have opinions about bonus moms being called mom. And even though I am literally with him 24-7 and he has my whole entire heart and this notion that like it's either or like I can't be 
Like, okay, he already has his biological mom, so I can't be his mom, right? That's kind of the either or standard. But for me, I know that that there's a both and. Like, he can call both of us mom, right? And that is available to me. And that's what he's chosen, too. Like, I have never asked him to call me that and had just, again, several conversations with him just to let him know, like, you can call me what you want. Like, I'm going to respond. I'm still going to love you. However, whatever you want to call me, I'm happy with. Um, And, you know, just keeping those conscious conversations at the forefront. But again, it all comes back to conversations. I have so many conversations with my eight-year-old about, you know, his feelings, his emotions, how he's evolving, how our family's evolving. And that helps when change is going on, right? It doesn't help to not bring it to the surface and to not allow it to breathe. And so, you know, I share like one business area and I shared a little bit of of my personal. But I say all that to say, when you are in the evolution, you're in the thick of it, and someone responds with, hey, I don't think that is a good idea, or hey, I'm not sure that you really have the expertise for that, or however they come at you, I want to encourage you to kind of drape the statement with an understanding of they just ha- they just don't fully understand my evolution, and therefore we need to have a conversation about it, Right for people that you care about and that you love and that you want around in your life. Again, the jerks on the internet, just leave them alone. Like literally don't even respond, move on with your life. So that's what I want to share is there are going to be people who want you to stay the exact same way that you've been and both in life and in business. And at the same time, you cannot, you truly cannot stop the momentum that you are building or stop the evolution that you are excited about just to make other people comfortable. I kid you not. That is, I mean, maybe there's worse things than this, but like this is definitely top 10 worst things you could do for your business, which is to diminish or decrease the amount of evolution and expansion that you could be experiencing to make other people feel comfortable. Like that is not going to get you to the places you want to be. And that doesn't mean that you need to be millionaire, bajillionaire, millionaires. Like if you want to awesome sauce. And if you want a quote unquote simpler business, that's cool too. That still means that people will, you know, people are going to come at you regardless and want you to stay in one area. That means you know, maybe you started in one expertise or niche and then you move to another expertise or niche, but you still are staying in the same revenue bracket or same team size, etc. That still is going to bring up other things and people because potentially that triggers them into thinking how they weren't able to do what they wanted to do. Or some people have some sort of competitive stuff going on there, but that's not your job. Your job is not meant to evolve based on how other people see you and want you to be. That is an absolute nightmare and it will cause so much strife and disappointment within yourself if you allow for that to happen. 
And that's really why I wanted to have this conversation on the podcast. It's because number one, I'm in the middle of it, so I might as well share. But secondly, that I think a lot of us are in it. Like when I have conversations with people in the DMs or in Voxer or wherever, like a lot of people are evolving. And I guess you could say we're always evolving, right? But there's like bigger evolvements than others. But I think that a lot of us are going through big evolutions, whether that is you were, you know, a systems person and now you want to move into more of a coaching aspect, or maybe you were interested in like social media management and now you want to be a creative direction in brand design, right? Whatever those evolutions are, step into them. Do not allow other people's plans for you or box that they put you in stop you from moving forward in that evolution that is the main thread that i want to be able to express to you is that you're not going to be able to have the impact that you want to have if you allow other people to stop you in your tracks trust and believe so if you are in the middle of evolution or you just want to share what you enjoyed about this podcast, please come DM me. It's me in the DMs. I'll come holler at you and listen or cheer you on or again, share advice, whatever I can do to support, uh, because I want 2023 to be a great year for you, for me, for everyone. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.